Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, Shane Todd. It's a guest episode, we're in the studio. Before we get into it, let me just very quickly say this. We are sponsored by Manscaped. Look, there's, I know this, is a le- this should be illegal in 2021, but there's four men in this room right now, that's it. And that should be illegal. But what I want to say is, I know for a fact that my pubic hair is in optimal shape. Because of manscaped.com and the lawnmower 3.0. Sorry, I hit the microphone there. I apologize, Dan. He'll hit me. Listen to that. What does that sound like? Baldness. Baldness. Exactly. <laughs> well, they probably don't want to be associated with the word baldness. Coming into the summer, you gotta get it. You gotta get a cut for your mutt. <laughs> you know. You gotta get it. You gotta get a trim. Uh, on your quiz <laughs> <laughs> Manscaped uh, look it's coming into the summer you know during winter some of you guys out there might be a little bit throwback you know you might want a little bit of a bush just to give you a little bit of padding for the winter you know in the, in the thatch cottage but what we got to do for summer is we've got to shave it up because we don't want to sweat down there we want to be in good hygienic shape Manscaped sell ball razors ball deodorant Ball cleanser, ball wipes. Said it before and I'll say it again. Manscaped, the guys at Manscaped are obsessed with balls. They love balls. They think about balls. Think about your balls. They think about their own balls. And uh, and I'm thinking about your balls too. <laughs> right now, I'm thinking about your balls. And if you're a female, if you don't have balls, your dad, your dad's balls. I'm thinking about someone you know's balls and how we can... Take it up a notch. Manscaped have all the products you need. Go to the website. I'm not making this up, by the way. Manscaped.com. Use the code T with me for twenty percent off and free shipping. You can get a nice wee travel case, nice wee travel pack if you're, you know, if we are able to go on holidays, or you know, if you're just going to a relative's house and you think that while there you would like to trim your pubic hair. No, you can. Manscaped.com. Two other quick things to plug. Number one is I'm doing the SSE Arena, my brand new stand-up show tour, which is called Chancer. I say tour, I'm probably just doing the SSE Arena, so it is two nights and it's just a tour of Belfast and it's just those two dates. The 6th and the 13th of November. The 6th of November is sold out and the 13th there are uh, about a third of the tickets available for that. So go and check that out. Last thing to plug is Patreon, patreon.com slash tea with me podcast or just search patreon tea with me podcast we do this episode on a wednesday on monday just for patreon we do a full length bonus episode now featuring video so it's a video version as well and on friday we do a live stream and my guest today is one of our regulars in for that we have aaron butler patty mcdonald dave elliott and we're going to open that up and get more people into the studio so that's every friday we do that it's only for Patreon. You ask questions. You're part of the show. Um, and we're, we're, we'll do those at 2 p.m. every Friday. So patreon.com slash tea with me podcast. What do you say we just get into this episode? My guest, who's sitting to my left, said just before we started recording, we were talking about Switzerland. And he said, I've only been in Switzerland whenever I was traveling from Kosovo. Kieran Bartlett, why are we in Kosovo? <laughs> I was uh, trafficking people. No, I was... I was you're like the worst guy under questioning <laughs> just like straight in yeah i was, I was moving uh hardcore heroin bricks through several balkan countries 
I was I was there. I did a wee bit of research, and <laughs> oh, I really. By the way, that sounds more dodgy than just going people trafficking. <laughs> I was I was doing a wee bit of research, and um, oh what on on the conflict there, and like, um, uh, I was. I was working. I did a wee bit of journalism. I was only there for about a week. Oh, so for your PhD, not just. No, it was pre. It was pre PhD. I did it. I did it sort of. It, well, the research side of it went into a master's thesis, and then when I was there, I wrote some journalism and I made a wee radio doc. Okay. And I sold it all to media places here, so that sort of paid for the trip and gave me a wee bit of a wee bit of. I mean, well, I mean, we've established you ta- before. Kerry Coin, Kerry Coin in the house, and Kerry Coin in the house, and as opposed to last Friday's live stream, not wearing pajamas or as you refer to them, flounces, straight up shorts. Yeah, I, I left the red specials at home, and I've gone for Nike basketball shorts, despite the fact that I don't play basketball. You don't. <laughs> no. Funnily enough, like I've never dunked. <laughs> the, the, only, the only thing I've ever dunked was a donut. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know McDonald's have just brought out cheese sauce like the size of your burger I don't know if anyone's seen this it's like a is it warm? I don't know that's a great question because I'll tell you what I'm not interested in cold cheese sauce cold cheese sauce get out cold cheese sauce sounds like if you and me formed an indie band it would be one of our b-sides <laughs> but yeah they just you just dip it the, you dip your burger into more more cheese basically have a wee McDonald's story from last night, actually, um, not <laughs> that's a, very quick turnaround. I, on I've I've been I've 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 genuinely been quite well behaved this year. I would say I've I've lost some weight. I've lost about three stones since January. Yeah. I've maybe put on a few pound again, and then I've lost it again, right? Yeah. And um, I'm not going the full Nolan. You know, you know, six hundred calories a day, not sustainable, right? So I've but anyway, long story short. I was at McDonald's last night and I was just getting, but all I was getting was a wee wrap. That's all I was getting. I do this too, by the right. way, where if I tell someone about McDonald's, I go, I hadn't been there like for a year before it. I know, it's like you have to like justify the McShame to like, yeah, you know, to other people. Anyway, we were there and made, oh my God, it was, it's the new one at McKinstry Road. So it's like between, between Twinbrook and Lisburn in that kind of unclaimed paradise of of uh, <laughs> of McKinstry and um sorry Dan lives in Lisburn now have you been here you been there no, no it's you know uh where where Milltown is you know on your way into Lisburn yeah. there's a, a Mickey D's at that big roundabout there at the end of what people my age still refer to as the new road despite the fact that it was built in 1990 um. So, uh, and there's an even newer road near it, which is the newer road. So anyway, um, you never know the names of these roads. Like, do you know what I mean? Why are you from the Shire? <laughs> I'll meet you on the new road, Shire. <laughs> I'll, meet, I'll meet you at the village of Cold Brie Sauce. So, um, the... Um, I don't know what that means. The Brie, was, it, it, it was too niche. It was so niche. Cut, cut it. Anyway, so the there was a... What was it on? Yeah, mate, at, at McDonald's last night, as we're about, we're at the window awaiting the food. Yeah. And a fucking big, dirty, what I'm describing as a McFurry, a big rat fucking ran out in front of us and was like chilling out round at the thing. And we were both like, <laughs> and it was the, you know, the disgusting rat. You know, so like, wait, you're in the 
Well, as opposed to a well-groomed. <laughs> no, yeah, like, you know, as, as opposed to, like, one coming out in a chef's hat, like Ratatouille, it's been in whipping together some salads, right? <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a brand collaboration. <laughs> so, hold on. You're, what window were you at? And th- I'm, anyway, in pa- I'm in the passenger seat. Dave Elliott made a great point to me recently where he said, why at the first window do they go, when they take your payment, do they go, actually, if you want to head on to the next window, where else am I going? Uh, do you know what I hate? I hate when you get to the next window and they go, can you go to the next window? Yeah, that's like, it. That must be the cushiest like, job. Like the, th- the third window? Yeah. No, feed me now. <laughs> if, it's not, if it's not fast enough to bring it here, you're not allowed to call it fast food anymore. <laughs> call it, well, no. Like, it, it just fuck, it irritated me that okay. we're, 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 we're at the, that third window. Okay. So I'm already, Window down? Window, the driver's window's down. I'm in the passenger seat. I'm already here because they've sent me to that third bit, which I don't like. Right. And then this dirty, stinking rat ran out, and it was like, it was like dark, dark brown, and like it had, you know, you know when you can see the back of its tail, yeah. and it's like, it's like thick, thick and you're like, yeah. Ooh, right. And my instinct was is, immediate- this, is it ran past you, in between the car and the window? It ran, it ran out in front of us, and then ran into like, you know, the way the plant. Like wee trees and shit. Oh, so it was bushes. outside, right? Okay. It was outside. That's just by the way, in case McDonald's want to sponsor the podcast. Well, at any well, point. I'm well, just wanting to establish that. Well, the thing was is that, is that um, they we told them we were like, like you know, my instinct was to say keep your food, I'm good, and drive on, and then my second instinct was I'll have a wee wrap, right? <laughs> and and oh, and we said that we said them we were like here. No, there's probably nothing you can do about it because it is outdoors. There's a big rat and rat over there, and they were just like, yeah. right, <laughs> as if like, you know, we're we're between Twinburg and Lisburn. There'll be rats. Do you know what I mean? What did you expect to do? The guy to just whip out a javelin? I, was, <laughs> I thought I thought he might have had like, you know, some cold cheese sauce to lure it to its death or something. Do you know what I mean? I know, man. It just fucking it, it, it irritated me. Are are Mickey D's thinking of sponsoring your podcast? Not now, no. Uh, no, I mean, I don't, I don't think they were at any point. Genuinely, though, McDonald's did sponsor Boytown for one episode. Oh shit! And they, uh, they this is very me, right? They, um, they said, "What what we want you to do?" They had a new sauce out called like it was Big Mac sauce, right? It was just you know the oh, sauce, the sauce put, them, put on a Big Mac exactly, right? So they were, you, you've you, never had a Big Mac. They were buying that, selling that separately. Right, so they said, would, would you do something on the podcast with it? So I said to Dave, what about we do, you know, like, a, um, you know when you see people doing, like, body food? Remember that was a thing for a while? You'd be, like, weird businessmen at a lunch, and there would be, like, sometimes an Asian lady. I Maybe this didn't happen, but, and she would, like, lie there for them. Dan knows exactly what I'm talking about. That's a man that used to work for a few, let's say, big broadcasting companies, and might have been to a few of these lunches. So you would have like an Asian, didn't need to be Asian, a lady lying on a table, you know, like kind of still, and like in her belly button, you'd have a bit of, uh, what, like a bit of foie gras? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, yeah. What are you on about this? Was it like a lunch thing? How would you How would you describe this? Cannibalism? No, no. The, the, she had. F- she would have food on her. That's really degrading. Like, I mean, that's really like, Sorry, I realise I sound like a complete knob, but that's really, like, grim. Yeah. Who wants that as their job? What'd you do today? Uh, I let somebody dip celery into my fucking navel. Do you know what I mean? 
wee garlic and herb one. That's <laughs> yeah. rotten. Why would you want to eat that? That's like, do you remember? Uh, do you remember that place? <laughs> By the way, we had a nice surprise plan for you for lunch, but you can go fuck so yourself. Tell, tell, tell the end of your tell the end of this story. So there was so body food was a thing. Yeah, I've never heard that. Yeah, I, I don't think they're still doing it, but um, at corporate places they would have done that. Not really. It was like a, it was a, an opulent thing oh, that people were doing, but probably not doing it as much as you thought they were. This is why it was probably in a film or something. We've been punished because of body food has led to the yeah. pandemic. That's what I think. So I said to Dave for Let's boy time. Body food. You lie on the table, mate. I'll big mac you, and in your belly button. We'll pour the Big Mac sauce and I'll dip some chips in it and eat them. Did he and clean his navel beforehand? Well, here's the thing. I thought that would do very well as a viral clip, right? Very, very well. Do you know what's an interesting thing? I think if you took a portrait of my navel and a portrait of Dave's, they yeah. look very similar. Go ahead. I mean, that is the Netflix show that we need to format. <laughs> <laughs> Whose navel is it? <laughs> so, um, so Dave was like, well, no, I, I don't want to do that. And then I went, that's right, I actually can't eat the Big Mac sauce because I'm lactose intolerant. So in the end, uh, we just... I didn't know it. Yeah, in the end, uh, we both pretended, like Dave was eating the Big Mac burger and we came up with some really bad idea. And then I was just pretending to eat a Big Mac because I couldn't. So I was acting, I was playing an actor who was eating the Big Mac. McDonald's, if you're watching and you need to sponsor somebody, you know, go to a man that's tried most of your products apart from the Big Mac. There's too much bread. Right. Even for me. Like. Sometimes some people just slip that middle bit out. Where where does it go then? To that big rat. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing though about the body food thing. Because I've never really heard that. But when you were talking about it, it reminded me of... Do you remember that place? The Bamboo Beach Club? Yes. By the way, Mike, can you look, can you look it up? Or what? can Dan, can one of you look it up? Like body, like let's All find right. out what it's called. Let's find out where it originated from, and let's find out how quickly and just eat we could get someone over. Yeah. Um, what, what did you say? Do you remember the Bamboo Beach Club? They used to yes, do, of they course. Used to, they used to do that thing. It was a night. By the way, ba- for anyone who doesn't know, Bamboo Beach Club, or as it was just known, Beach ba- Club. Beach Club. Yeah. Uh, it was in the Odyssey Arena in Belfast. Discuss, and was, discuss the the Odyssey Pavilion, mate. As so, a place where businesses die, like. So I went to Beach Club, maybe through. I was not I was a big at, nightclub guy. I was at once. I didn't have a load, a load of mates then, and like you would have more gone to someone's house or gone gone mm. to a bar. I wasn't like a huge nightclub guy, but uh, I I went to Beach Club at, to a phone party and found it inconvenient. Mm. The I gave a phone party. I found the whole place to be largely inconvenient and. They did a thing in there that was the people were doing called body shots, yeah. which was like you know yes. you would drink out of people's navels, and I'm going, yeah. it would never strike me to do anything. To a navel. Is there anything you like enough that you would take out of a navel? Like, is there a drink or a? I food would dip. I would dip a Raffo's chip in the Raffo's curry sauce in almost anyone's navel. Like, yeah. I mean, I think the sauce is strong enough to stand up to the the navel juice. You know what I mean? Well, there's a. By the way, will you make an episode? Uh, a note to call this episode "Navel Juice." Thank you very much. <laughs> so, um, look, you, yeah, last time you came in here, you were in pajama bottoms, or as you call them, flounces. Yeah. I I tried to impress you today by wearing a band T-shirt. I see that. But you gave me nothing. I'm not overly into them. It's just. I know, but I still thought you know it might strike up. A, I know you're a music guy. I thought it would strike up a bit of a conversation. Nothing. No one has said anything to me about my Street Fighter T-shirt. You're wearing a Street Fighter T-shirt. I'm wearing an Aslan T-shirt. 
that I bought at their tour. And by the way... Do you like them? You into that? Not well printed, the t-shirt. I'm not into their merch, mm. but I'm into them as a band. And they have a song that is one of the only songs that can make me cry. What is it? Crazy World All right, okay. by Aslan. I, I have songs that make me feel weepy. So cra- uh, Crazy World can make me cry because I, I loved the song. And then when I had the baby, I listened to it by chance. And I was like, gone. It's like, how can I protect you in this crazy world? Mm. And and it was during COVID that's when he was born. Shit. So I was like, oh, gone. But that's and one of the only songs. Protection's key. Like. You actually nearly made me cry singing once. Did I? Yeah. What was I singing? You sang Ave Maria. Did I? Yeah. The actual one? At a service that we were Oh, at. shit. Fair enough, yeah. Uh, yeah. That well, that was very difficult for me as well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. can I say what it was? Mm-hmm. It was your dad's funeral, mm. and you sang Ave Maria, and I've like I've heard you sing, doing Filthy comedy songs. shows, yeah, doing yeah. silly songs about what was the Garth Brooks parody? Uh, what was it? Friends uh, in Low Places is the song. Had, I've had it's like I've had wanks in weird places or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in or my no, head, when when I explode, you make strange faces. That's what it is. So in my head, when I hear you're on the lineup for your dad's funeral, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> on the lineup, well, <laughs> do the cheeky five at my dad's funeral. I asked for a spot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so uh, you know you said like you said you know you're doing a song at it and I was like oh, Dominus take him I'm alright <laughs> it's great to be here oh fuck's sake that's funny mate any students in any students in <laughs> genuinely at my granny's funeral right which was just up the road um I they were like will you will you speak at it will you like say a thing I I you know, you said new stuff. What you said just up the road. It sounded like the new. It road. was it was annoying. Yeah, it sounded like it was on at the same time as my dad's funeral, and you did a set of both. You know, doubling up. I'm doubling up for the coin. <laughs> they finished off with a wee five in the international back home. That's <laughs> oh, funny. But my granny's funeral. Will you like say a few words at it? And I said yes. And I think I was doing my first solo show that year. And it was about three weeks before it, and I thought we could run a bit of stuff here. <laughs> and, and it was, it, I just treated it like it was a bit of a set, and it was funny. Yeah. Like my dad was, like you know, my dad's like quite short. Yeah. My dad was, in, and I was up at like a what do you call the thing? Pulpit. A pulpit. Yeah. I was up at that, and you could just about see like. Just say it's a, it's a pulpit because pulpit. A, a, a pulpit <laughs> sounds like you know it sounds like a different type of club that you might have got in the Odyssey. The pulpit. No, like. that's what the family wanted for the funeral. So we were in that, and uh, and it only came up to like just the top of my chest. And I said, I got up and I was like, "Here's the thing." I made it seem like it was going to be your average funeral speech, and I said, uh, "Look, I'm talking up here on behalf of my my dad, and he's sitting in the front row, and like everyone's upset because it's my granny's funeral." And I said, "You know, my dad wanted to say a few words, uh, but he he just couldn't." He couldn't, because you, well, you wouldn't be able to see him, because you can only see here on me, and he's a very small man. And that broke the tension a bit. And then, at that point, when there was a bit of laughs, that's when I, I was like, I'm a stand-up. And yeah. all of a sudden, it was a, well, we're cooking. You know what I mean? Like, we're a little bit of crowd work, you know? I was like, oh, sandwiches ready yet for after? You know, and I was like, you know, zinging. A bit of crowd work. A bit of crowd work. <laughs> but yeah, you, you sang at your Jesus, dad's funeral. And you, you sang Ave Maria, and I was just not prepared for it, because first of all, that's such a beautiful song. Mm. And then, yeah, I've only seen you sing comedy type yeah. songs. So when you did that, I was like, oh, God. 
mental. I had a tear. I had a tear yeah, in my head. That. I, for me, for me, the songs that make me feel weepy. There's one called "Hurt in Your Heart" by John Martin. That's just like "Hurt in Your Heart" does sound like a it, downer. It is. It is a downer, <laughs> but it's it's an amazing song. Um, it's it's when the hurt in your heart is gone. Like, give me a sign, you know, like. And he's, he's singing to his ex-wife, mate. Oh, my God. When the hurt in your heart is gone, give me a sign. I mean, like, when you fucking wised up, <laughs> see, see give me a shout. See when you calm down a wee bit. <laughs> <laughs> what, what other songs make you cry? Uh, First time I heard Butterfly Kisses, Robert Carlyle, I cried and I was about 11 and did not have any children. <laughs> I was like... Ro- is that his name, Robert Carlyle? I think so. Is Robert Carlyle not the guy, the actor from Full Monty? Full Monty, yeah, but he's some voice on him. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it is Robert yeah. that one, yeah. She leaned over. Do you know, I think it's weird when people get songs that got played at like, um, you know, on like Cool Goes Quiet or what's it called, Lights Out? Like <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's a guy singing about his daughter. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, do you know what I mean? Oh, I really, really love you, Jolene. And it's like, you know, bring me my breakfast, give me a wee kiss on the forehead, daughter. You're, I, I love you, that's my girl, like, you know, she... <laughs> Just love, I just love when people just hear a slow, like melancholic song. Go, that's, that's our relationship, and you're like, it's not though, is it? Do you remember it's, back in the day on that? I don't know if they still do it. People would be like, I I seen a bird on a Monday. Oh, so if you're listening, give me a shout. <laughs> Who yeah. was texting in yes. expecting Hello. a reply? Hello, yeah. I yeah. saw you in Belfast. I was I, I looked at you for ages on the train to Corinne. I stirred intensely at your face and you weren't looking at me but 70 miles on a train I just love that that vibe though of like you know like a song a great example would be like you know like Mama by the Spice Girls or something Mama I love you some guy in Paul Glass is like I love her I play a song for my daddy this is Mama by the Spice Girls <laughs> like always getting it wrong oh that's funny man uh, but yeah, fuck butterfly kisses. Do you know what's another whopping song? It's such a rip off of another song, though. But you know, um, at, uh, that reminds me of butterfly kisses is that um, Lone Star Amaze. You know, don't know how you do what you do. <laughs> um, and it's like, and it's it's such a rip off of this Brian Adams one. Right, that right. That was like it literally like yeah. You know, it still feels like. Oh mate, what about Brian Adams? Underrated. Yeah, remember he did that song with Mel C and he cleared up his acne and apparently he said that when he turned up to record it they wouldn't let him into the building when he said he was Brian Adams. Are you serious? Swear to God. Oh my God. That was a great song, Brian Adams and Mel C, Baby When You're Gone. Did we find anything more about Asian body food? Naked body eating? Dan? Yeah, so it came from Japan. By the way, Dan's pretending he had to look this up. Go ahead. (laughs) Originates in Japan. Okay. Um, and it is sushi based, but there are some countries that have banned it. Yeah. Including China, they don't like it. Why would you want to eat sushi off some? I don't even like sushi off a plate. To be fair, look, I mean. I mean, the the be fair, sushi's probably a good food for it. You know, practicality wise. We bits. Yeah, like you wouldn't yeah. want to do like a gravy chip <laughs> and slice chicken. Like, stick that stew in your hill. <laughs> <laughs> I love to eat that stew from someone's here, bowl. Champ abs, get over here. <laughs> here, I was, um, I've started watching a thing called The Tunnel on Sky. Right. Right, which is a remake of The Bridge. Oh, right, okay. It's the same, the same oh, sorry. I and I think the of same you, idea. Yeah, I, I think of you when I think of that program because you're a guy that will, we're the opposite, right? You'll watch the Scandinavian 
drama and I am the lazy person they make it for where it's like do it without the subtitles and in English and yeah. probably worse yeah you've seen but you love like you you like the foreign dramas you've seen the, the Daniel Craig Girl with the Dragon Tattoo I've seen all the Swedish ones yeah yeah yeah. do you watch like foreign dramas yeah, yeah. depends what it is though what uh, G- Gamora that's what I want to do Gamora it's class the the Brazilian it's Italian my, sorry what am I thinking of Ronaldo City of God oh what that's a great yeah. film that's um, such a good film no Gamora I have Gamora in the house I've seen it I've seen it once prefer like it's weird that I associate City of God with it yeah 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 City of God was a br- City of God was one of those things you were very keen to tell people that you were a big fan of it back yeah. in the day because it was subtitled it's like um, come around to my house and watch this subtitled yeah I'm trying to think what else I've, I've I've seen a lot of Japanese movies. To be fair, I've seen a lot of Kurosawa and Atsu and all these different ones. And I'm all. I'm, it depends what I'll decide when. Rumble I break in the Bronx or not? You know when. <laughs> you, you know when people say like, you know they've seen. Um, oh yeah, I've, I've, I've seen the Seventh Samurai. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there going. Mm, Tom Cruise, top Asian actor. But have you seen Jimbo? Mm, does you know? Does Tom Cruise just play a straight up Japanese samurai in that? In the last summer, yeah, he, no, he plays he plays an American guy. Oh, uh, <laughs> I've been under the impression up until now that Tom Cruise was just playing a Japanese just, guy and never addressed it at no, any point. No, he play, he plays an American guy charged with training uh, like a Japanese army, and then he gets captured by the samurai and assimilates with them culturally, and then fights against the people that he just trained. That's one of those ones, isn't it? Great where show. if you got accused of trading the Japanese army, it's very clear cut where either you did it or you didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no grey area in that. Like, either you trained the Japanese army or you didn't. <laughs> Tom Cruise... I trained him a wee bit. Tom Cruise um, is definitely a weird guy, but, like, some unbelievable I think films. He's I, I don't really give a shit about his personal life or whatever. I think... If you, if you can't watch A Few Good Men and just go, this is amazing, he's brilliant in it, it's a brilliant script, or something Do you think you could get caught up in Scientology on the right day? No. I, I think, I think I could, do you know the only reason I would do it would be to, to tax haven some of my precious coins? <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think You're I, the only guy who's like, every religion just for like financial reasons yeah. like in diversity forums you're asking for more boxes yeah the, 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 Saint, the Saint Karen church out in Lisbon that I'm building yeah uh, yeah it's um, it's yeah on, on diversity forums I uh, oh no what? No, I'm joking. I'm just. No, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back to last. No, I do, but I'm thinking back to last Friday whenever we did the live episode, and then towards the end you said about blah blah, and I made a joke, and I went, "We'll cut that out," and you were like, "Yeah, yeah," and I went, "Oh no, it's live," and then you just didn't know the whole episode loose. was live. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm. Sh- this I, live, I lie in diversity forms. No, this isn't live. On diversity forms, I I I enjoy choosing white other. And, um, <laughs> I love him giving the option. I'll write something like White Belfast on it. White Irish, White Belfast, you know, White Westy. Others, others seem so fun just because the people who have to like look at the diversity forms yeah. just can't compute it. Yeah. Do you consider yourself disabled? Sometimes. 
<laughs> every 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 time I struggle to put my socks on. Yes. Oh, that's brutal. That's horrible. Uh, diversity mm. forms. I mean, diversity forms are like it's it's like after you've done something. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's well, all like well, it's always at the end of an application or exactly. Yeah. It's such yeah. like it, it. It doesn't go into anything. Yeah, here's all the reasons why I'm brilliant for this job. Uh, here's all the reasons why you're probably not going to hire me. White yeah. other samurai. <laughs> 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 White other, I love that bit. White other, a transome transome Japanese army guy. So I've, I've assimilated a wee bit. I'm white White Japanese. other, white other asthmatic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, we didn't really get into this on on Friday, but I wanted to ask you about it. You you know, at the minute, if you, you look listen, very serious. Sorry, I'm serious because we want to talk about politics, right? Uh, say say the executive mm. come to you. All right, they show up at the door, and by the way, they pay they pay their respects. All right, there's a there's, bag of money. there's a bag of money given <laughs> frankincense, golden myrrh. Right, it's passed across, and a dead rat. Your little uh, what do you call <laughs> what do you call those uh, the Gringotts Bank and Harry Potter? Who are the we lads to work there? The goblins. Yeah, the we go- your wee yeah. goblins, your army of cash gathering goblins, run out. <laughs> <laughs> collect all the money right they just get it all and uh, and they file it right and they, they take Sorry. it away how amazing would it be if actually under my house was like the great god's vault <laughs> you're what do you call the guy from DuckTales Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck, McDuck. Yeah. You, you at the end of every day you go down to your basement under your house and you do like a big angel on a pile of money and then you dive into <laughs> it <laughs> right so the executive come to you and they go Kieran, we need to know how to fix Northern Ireland? Uh, because go to BQ. Journalists are saying it's burning. They're going Belfast on fire. I mean, I mean, it isn't right. And the reality is, there's about four hundred fellas mm. who are mad into it, and everyone else is like a hobbyist. And you know that the See, riots. When you say a hobbyist, it yeah. makes me think of people painting wee toy soldiers because that's that's what we call ourselves. But one, what? Well, at the end of the day, I think they are just toy soldiers, mate. <laughs> Superb. There's like 400, 400 guys, I'll give you, that are really into it. And you know that the rest aren't that into like the rioting because two nights they were mad for it. And then on the third night, do you remember the temperature dropped about five degrees and they all went, nah, we're, we'll head in here, it's freezing. Yeah. You know, so so how, so the executive come to you and they go, listen, Karen, we've we've tried to figure it out. We've had meetings about having meetings. <laughs> I would say to potentially have, have meetings. You, have you fuck tried? And they go, look, what is the what is the solution? Mate, I don't know. I think most normal people, like I think most people are normal and just want to get on with their lives. And I think most people. This is the thing. The, the thing annoys me about the executive and things like that is like see all that crap and it's been going on for a long time. But all that crap of like, oh, if I walk down the corridor, I don't say hello to people that are in that party or. I'm like, well, that, that kind of makes you a knob because in any other job, you walk down a corridor, you say all right to people. I mean, just be civil, just just but get on. So at that at that basic level, they're not trying. Then when it comes to all that stuff, I totally get why people are pissed off. They have been left behind. Of course, they've been left behind. But so I mean, my my own politics is more based on class than on 
the sort of divides that we were brought up with um, or born into or whatever. Um, so I don't, I don't think their enemy, I don't think their enemy particularly is the police. I don't think their enemy particularly is, you know, working class uh, Catholics or nationalists or whatever. I also don't really think it helps lumping religion in with that as much anymore. I don't think religion is as much of people's identity here as it was even 20 or 30 years ago. So I don't know, mate, uh, but in terms, in terms of fixing it, it's a shit show because who are, you, who are you asking to fix it except people that have profited greatly off off this type of thing happening they get money they uh, i think there's a lot of corruption and do you think impresses me do you think food vans would help i sometimes wonder if instead of bringing water cannon in you roll in with uh yeah. john favreau's you know taco truck <laughs> yeah that you'd, pro- you'd make a killing and then yeah, they, yeah. you know let's make a killing of another kind you know what i mean and then i don't know it just depresses me. I'm sick of saying. I mean, I get uh, everybody's seen the videos of like people getting set on fire, throwing petrol bombs and stuff, and you know that guy trying to stamp to put his feet out has been put across every musical clip. It's you my dad. You can imagine, and it's just like, R.I.P. It does, the age of those people that are out doing that, like they showed you the ages of the people arrested from the first and second night, and they were like thirteen to twenty-five, and you're going. What are you even on? There's about? always like a 37 year old as well, and you're going, mate, what's the situation there? Yeah. Because boys will be boys up to a point. Yeah, boys will be boys, but you're a middle aged man. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I, I don't saw... really, it's weird because I don't really want to comment on it. I don't think, I don't think I have anything helpful particularly to say about it. So it's kind of like, I think it's kind of like redundant. I don't think people like that want to listen to what I have to say about their situation. All I know is the situation on both sides of that peace line is pretty similar. Yeah, you know what I mean. Those people on both sides of that in those areas have been fucked over and left behind. Your enemy isn't each other. Your enemy are the people that are fucking us over, which is a wealthier political class, in my opinion. You know what I mean? See, I don't. You know that whole thing of like, I don't speak to them. The corridors are storming. A bit like I mean, you can relate when the money's right. <laughs> well, mate, when the money's right and I'm getting subsidised food, I'll talk to anybody. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I, what do you think the spread would be up there? Mate, have you never been into the wee kitchen bit up in Stormont? No. Mate, it, it is a spread. It's yeah. fucking gourmet food for fuck all. And do you think the food cuts across the divide? As in, do you think <laughs> yeah, what on, one side want the other side are happy with? Or on, do you reckon that's something they go on, back and forth on, on one side, they're very much into having like blue potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> And stuff like that, and, on, and you know, a wee, a wee plate of like, you know, blue potatoes, white sauce, or sorry, white rice and red sauce, and then on the other side, it's like carrots, peas. They're getting their, they're eating, they're getting their greens. Yeah, um, I know, mate. I know that the food, uh, the food up there, from what I remember, was literally like restaurant standard. That's food. why. That's why we're in this predicament. Yeah, because they don't have to pay for. It. They don't. They're not paying for work for it. If they were bringing packed mate, lunches, look at it this way, right? You're you're a you're a self-employed guy, right? Yeah. You know that when you, when 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 you earn coin, right? Yeah. <laughs> here he goes. When you <laughs> here he goes. When you earn that money, that you've got to, there's things that you've got to spend that on. You know you've got to spend that on say your car. You've got to hire more goblins. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to I've I've got to keep the army of goblins happy, but you also have to starve them down enough that they're hungry for it. You know. So the if you think about it though, you've got to spend money on you know your house, your car, 
uh, you know, all that stuff, food, all that. If you're if you're up and storming, you know, your car, you're you're not necessarily having to pay for that. Like, I mean, yeah. you're able to claim a lot of things on expenses. You're get you're you're already getting a good wage. You've got a great pension setup. Even though, like, I I did a story years ago about how. Um, they were the the companies that they were, so everybody puts money in their pension pot instalment, and at the time the companies that so they invest that money. So it'd be like all us put money in their pot. I take that money and invest it in these companies, and then we get a bigger return. So our pension pot is super healthy all the time. But the companies that we're investing it in are all like literally the fucking worst companies on earth. Extra vision, <laughs> <laughs> like just like. Like Woodworth's you know, like conglomerates that are like responsible for Amazon deforestation, or right. like companies that are uh, human rights violations left, right, and centre, and all. And you're sitting there going, right, brilliant. And then, so they're already getting a good base rate. And then the things that most people have to spend their wage on, they don't have to. And even like getting food and work is your like. If you when when we go like if we if we're working like you don't get subsidised food like you know yeah. what I mean you've like they're getting like rational quality food for a couple of pounds and they still can't talk to each other. I'm going, do you know how sound I would be if I was getting free curry all the time? <laughs> think about it. Think about that. Think That's about what, it. You're right. It's, it's the ivory tower thing. It's literally like whatever happens as a result of their talks or lack of and something, they're not feeling it or seeing it. Yeah. So what you need to do is get a few people that are down. Like, you know, you like to get you, a few hungry goblins. You know, there's a, you know, there's the thing about there's a, an assumption sometimes towards the term community worker. Get all the get the good ones. Some fell in a windbreaker, but a luxury in his back pocket. Get him up the stones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because if I were to say a windbreaker, if I were to say to you, oh, you tell me, you show me one community worker that isn't running about trying to stop people rioting. Yeah. He's wearing a windbreaker. I was gonna say, show me, show me one community worker that isn't in some kind of brand sponsorship deal with North Face. <laughs> North Face make gear for if you're going up Everest or if you're writing about the RC border. Has anybody seen my regatta? I'm going out to throw a few bobs. <laughs> oh, I mean, fun. yeah, community workers dress. That is one of the... It's their uniform. They wear windbreakers. Yep. Um, they wear tracksuit bottoms. Uh, but, but they have get, shaved heads, but none of them have fades. Get... Get the ones that are like good, good eggs. Yeah, and just get them. To, to let them sort it. Out. I don't know, mate. I think everybody's a wee bit responsible for it, but I think like it's weird because sometimes, sometimes I think we live in a bit of a bubble in the sense that, like, you know, look at look at our group of mates, all all shapes and sizes, all different, uh, like backgrounds in terms of where we're from and what sort of upbringing we had and all that and identity or whatever. Soon as, but one thing we all have in common is we all, you know, like making strangers laugh. Like so, yeah. You know that 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 unites us, and we're kind of. I would say, despite what I think some people think of us, we're all fairly, you know, sensey guys. Like, and uh, you know, we mean senseis. Yeah, I, we're we're all um, training Japanese fighters. You mean like sensible, like no, like sensitive, like you know. I would oh, say yeah. we're all fairly. Yeah. You know, in tune with ourselves that way. Like I don't know. Maybe Talk about sense. So someone put butterfly kisses on loudspeaker there, and I blub. Maybe that's what they needed. The peace line. It's just instead of water cannon, just fucking. Lone star. <laughs> don't know how you do what you do. 
Please, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> please disperse. <laughs> I'm so in love with you. <laughs> Do you know what they should do? I, I really think they should investigate. I remember watching like uh, Future Weapons or something before, and um, <laughs> what did you never watch that show? On Discover, it's fucking excellent. And um, there was a thing they were doing was a, a crowd dispersal thing. Have you heard of the Brown Note? No. Have you heard of the Brown Note? So right, so like the the Brown Note is like a frequency that's like a low, like a like a low hum. Yes. That literally, when apparently if you hear it loud enough, it just it it makes the, you shit yourself. Yeah, because it's the it's the resonance of your sphincter, right? So your sphincter just goes, and then you're covered in shit, right? Yeah. And so it, it's 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 the it's the world's most amazing lockpick, right? The brown. By note. the way, the last five minutes of every podcast, we get that on, and we fucking every podcast gets shits himself. And and on future weapons, they were investigating, uh, like giving the brown note like directionality, so that you. <laughs> By could, the way, sounds like something in Magabri. Well, the Give brown. him the brown note. <laughs> Slip him the brown note. <laughs> it was, it was, it's a thing where like they can they can focus a ray of the brown note onto you to make you shit like to make you shit yourself. And I go, no one, know. no one wants to rat when it's coming out the sides. Do I don't know. know There's too much time in their hands. The guys that made that are you watching programs about how they I'm can make sitting there going, I could be writing something, but. I'm dying to find out. <laughs> you know, I could be, I could be fixing. <laughs> could be doing all that work for the executive. Well, if North Face bring out nappies, that that <laughs> system's fucked. <laughs> but that was that was the thing that they were investigating, like that you could disperse riders by making them shit themselves, because like no no one cares. No no, no one waddling cares. up to throw a petrol bomb. <laughs> well, have you seen that video of the guy? Oh, the guy on a crutch looks like he's DLA and he's he's throwing bricks. Like I mean, there is something about that where I was like. I'm not that I'm okay with that, but I'm like, you know, he, that's a get up. Like at the minute, like we're all losing that fucking get up and go attitude. <laughs> He's <laughs> like our motivation is lower, and like there hasn't been much vitamin D. That's a guy who supplemented up and went fuck I it. I say, can do it. He's- yeah, he's he's on his calorie supplements. He's had a second vaccine. He's out fucking trying to break the system. But you know what? Why me up about that was like. I'm going. Who's organising this? That's letting that guy out in the middle of that. Like, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't. It's not even. I don't know. Maybe they should have like a. I soft, regret being a asked soft about play. politics. A soft play zone. A soft, a soft play for soft what? For play. old riders. Yeah, like, like br- foam bricks. Can you imagine the police are in there just like, you know, hitting them with like foam clubs and going, Look, ah, that's all but a pop. We're not performing at the minute. We get actors, we get comedians to play like the police, or we could play riders on the other side. I of would, them. I would definitely be cast as an organizer. You yeah, know? I'm, I'm not, I'm not a thrower. I'm a, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a puppet master, <laughs> a faceless, a faceless power broker, moving coin about my big map. You know, oh, I'll, I'll move. I'll move so many thousands of coin into like, in, into this uh, estate. A hundred percent. The reason he mentioned the rat outside the McDonald's <laughs> is because you have your eye on bringing another business to that industrial yeah. estate. Like you're speaking mm, with Burger King, yeah. and you're just on your map. You just push McDonald's out. Let <laughs> me just walk out of your studio later. It's done. Ba da ba ba ba. Yeah, the Sky Sports music comes on. As I'm getting into the car. Here, do you know what's sad? Right, right now, do you know what's sad? This day, as in today, this day is the day that the Titanic sank. Really? Shit. 
1912. What's that, 100, 109 years ago? Do you think anyone is, like, nowadays upset about that? Like, living I don't in the know. world? I know every time I watch the movie, I get upset about three times. I get upset every time I see a little couple on the bed and the water pouring in on the floor. Oh, shit. Like Billy that. Zane gets a, gets a bad deal. He's fucking great in that, to be fair. Yeah, and also it's like, okay, he's a prick, but, like, he, he gets fucking I've got, messed about. I've got great... I, oh, mate, I've got so much good Titanic trivia. Do you want some? Yeah. I'll try and make it funny, but it might just be brilliant facts. That's fine, yeah. Know, either right? way, that's still good, yeah. Here's a couple of things. See the priest that's on the boat saying the thing? Yep. True story. He's a real guy that was on the boat. Because Cameron made Cameron's research is outrageous, right? That's why he sent you to Kosovo. He, he's a real guy who was on the boat. He was going to America to say his, to, to his brother's wedding. To marry, marry his, I was going to say he's going to America to marry his brother, but... <laughs> to a separate <laughs> film. Yeah. And um, so that's a true story. Another one is... See the guy who is with them on the back, you know, when the boat's going down and they're on the back thing and there's a guy drinking. Yeah. Uh, he's based on a guy who really did go into the drink, into the water, and survived because he was just drunk enough. Like, just, like they said, if he'd had more drink, he wouldn't have survived. And if he'd had less, he wouldn't have been numb enough to the fucking cold. So there's a guy there. Another one is... By the way, he's definitely an alcoholic. No, oh, he's just in case. I know. Oh, you never know when you're going to go into the drink. And um, <laughs> the the um, the W.T. Stead was a famous journalist who sort of invented tabloid journalism. And he, he died on the Titanic. There was loads of like... Famous people. Really influential people that were on that ship. Leonardo DiCaprio being one. They, 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 wouldn't, they wouldn't let on, uh, what do you call him, the, the black boxer. They wouldn't let him on it. Anthony uh, Joshua. Jack, Jack Johnson, I think, <laughs> I think was his name. They wouldn't let him on. And obviously, Why? He had a he, ticket? Because he was black. They wouldn't, yeah. let, they wouldn't let him have a first class ticket because he was black. Was he at the time like, champ, like champion? Yeah, world champion. It's like, Holy shit. And it's like, they wouldn't let him on the boat. And then it's like, AG. The ultimate, the ultimate AG. You know what I mean? If he was, if this was nowadays, he would have so much merch based on that. Wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Just like, Yeah, like pictures of him, like, you know, like under the sea, punching a hole in the Titanic or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's where my thoughts go to immediately, like, uppercut. He, he would 100% be brand ambassador for an iceberg lettuce company. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's another, another good one was, uh, yes, this, mate, this is, this might be the best bit of trivia I have on anything, right? Would you? Are you? Could this be the best bit of Titanic trivia of all time? I just think this is really interesting, right? Yeah. See the guy, uh, you know, in the movie, he's, um, you know, order, I will have order here, yeah. you know, or I shoot you all like dogs, that guy, and then yeah. he loads his gun. Light taller. He so he was the real. I think he was the second. He was the second officer on on the ship, and um. He survived the Titanic. This is mental. His life story is mental. He survived the Titanic. He survived another cruise liner that sunk. He was then a captain of a submarine in World War One, which was responsible for like wrecking a German convoy. Was accused of like war crime shit, like killing people that they should have probably rescued from the sea. Whatever goes lives through the thirties, becomes like a a merchant. Uh, you know, ship guy and had his own like little boat and then took part in the fucking Dunkirk evacuation was one of the little boats that like went 
here, yeah, let's just get to Dunkirk and pick up as many guys as we can and brought them back. And I know his, his son died in World War Two. He was a pilot, but like, just ima- imagine that that life trajectory of just like I survived the Titanic, went to Dunkirk, whatever. Wouldn't that be like like, t- like after he did all that? Wouldn't that be a bit annoying being on a boat by chance with them and going? So do you have any stories? <laughs> no, yeah. Fucking six hours later. You wouldn't even you believe him. Yeah. You wouldn't even believe him. Well, no. it was on the Titanic where you... Yeah, yeah. It, you go, right, okay. And then you yeah. maybe believe that. And then, I mean, yeah. he, he, he would have madder stories than Paddy McDonnell. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? You'd be sitting there going, no, you didn't. You if I mean? was like, on t- the Titanic, yeah. I, would never have be, I would never be on a boat again. No, neither would I. I definitely would have died. I, I know I would have died because I'd have been in one of them steerage rooms. You know, I would, I would, I would have been one of them tramps that that didn't even get me a life jacket, and I'd have just, I, I'd have been one of those people going <laughs> and like str- pushing other people. You know what you would have done? You would have, as the boat kind of like hit the water when it was up on its, uh, up on its end, you would have jumped off at the last minute and gone, "It's all right, I'll just jump into the water at the last minute." You know, people like do that thing where they're like, "If I was on a lamppost and it was it fell toward yeah, the yeah. ground, I just wait till the last minute and just then just walk, jump just off." Walk off it. Yeah, I always made. Do you ever wonder if you were in a lift and the hoist snapped if you jumped up at the right moment? <laughs> yeah. I wonder that every time I get in the lift, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm always waiting on here and the, yeah, and then the, you know, the, I'm always waiting on it. And do you know, sometimes I try to preempt it. Do you ever play the game of going like that on a lift? No, no. You like bounce something down a lift. And you sort of want this to happen to see if you could survive it. Yeah, but I would only I would only do it between like you know the shopping floor and the ground floor and <laughs> yeah. Castle Court or something, you know. So I might survive it anyway with like a couple of broken legs. But no, like I always wonder, would you be able? To, like that's one I'd love to see <laughs> on the posters. I was in a lift once that got stuck in the Canal Court Hotel in Uri, right? And the doors eventually opened, but it was like you could see this much. You know, you you were uh, at, your head was at ground level. Yeah, and the doors were closed. And it was a guy in like Birmingham on on the customer support for the lift, and he was talking us through it. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna get you sorted." Blah blah blah. Sat there like me and my mate Stevie for like I don't know half an hour, and just like in like good spirits and just sitting chatting away. And then the guy had been like talking us through everything, and then we didn't know he was still on the line. And after half an hour, he just and we're talking all the shit of the day. After half an hour, he goes, "So what's the crack today, lads?" <laughs> and we were like, "Why are you still here?" Yeah. Still just making co- small talk with this guy. I get stuck in. Do you remember uh, the tower at Queens? You know the big the, it used, the big library it used to be the big tower block. Um, you know you have like the like at the front. Like if you're looking at Queens, that's the Lanyon Building. Yeah. On the left behind that, there was the big tower block. Right. And it was like eleven floors, and like, oh mate, the stories of that tower. Like so, I was doing ancient history. So like, I was on well like. 5, 7, 10, 11 were like the floors where there was ancient history related shit. A lot of time was just on floor floor 10, 11. And, um, uh, mate, I got stuck one day on the on the way down from, from the 10th floor. No chance I'm taking the steps, like. And um, <laughs> I got stuck in it with, a ch- there was a Chinese uh, student, like a girl. And there was there was a, a guy. This is like a one-liner. <laughs> there was a guy. So the Chinese girl didn't, like she wasn't speaking much English. She she just she literally was just like, you know, uh, like she didn't really say anything. And I I like in my mind's eye, I I'm like I, she said nothing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But the guy was having a full panic attack. And was we, he local? Yeah, and we were stuck in it for like 
I mean, like 40 minutes, something right. like that. And he was he was freaking out hard for 20 of them. And I was just sitting there going, yeah. And you could you couldn't text, there was no signal. So I'm right. just sitting there going, This is dog shit. And my dad was waiting to pick me up downstairs. He wasn't pleased when I came down 40 minutes late and hadn't been in touch with him. Like, well, no wonder the guy was freaking out because you're probably going, Here, do you know that if this does go down, if we all just jump <laughs> at the last minute, it'll be sweet. Yeah. That's like the other thing as well as people who go, uh, If a plane's going to go down, just push against the seat in front. You'll be all right. No, no. Yeah. Uh, you fucking won't. But Oh, well. Yes, I was all, under you, the impression all you'll be doing is giving that person, you know, early onset curvature for about two seconds <laughs> before you all get burnt. Like, mate, I shit myself. I spent so many years. Have you ever taken a shit on a plane? I haven't. Yes. I've pissed. I don't like a toilet on planes. Not really, I, but like, I the other option it, is mate, just sit in it. I held a shit in when I was going. <laughs> When I was going to New York, I held a shit in from about Iceland. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was just like... The supermarket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I held a shit in from like, you know, oh, if you look out to your left, you'll, you'll see the lights of Reykjavik. And I'm like, I know, why, why is that making me need to shit? It must have been the way he said Reykjavik. Must have like just cruised over the brown note. You were looking to slip a brown note. <laughs> yeah, he's like... If you just look out to your left, you'll see the lights of Rakiavuk. Can I just fucking? I was just like, oh mate. Uh, of course, I've shit on a plane. I haven't. I mean, I find it difficult to shit in public places. You know. Yeah, I wouldn't like say public toilets. I wouldn't rather. say I enjoy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like see the fountains in Castle Court. Terrible place for a shit. Like, <laughs> why was I in those fountains? Stealing people's wishes. Collecting no, the no you had the goblins in there underwater. <laughs> Just walk through it with magnets on my feet. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, why is why is there fifty little plastic things hanging out of this fountain? Oh, you got all the goblin snorkeling gear. Did you ever did you ever go out the Whitehead? You know, no. like I was out there. You'd never been the Whitehead. I mean, I, I'm sure I've been in it or through it, but I, like I've I, never I, said to myself or anyone else. We're going to Whitehead. I've, well, I have. I've only. I've only discovered that Browns Bay and Whitehead and all that even exists. I only. It's weird because I. I sort of know quite a lot of places here. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, but like I know the coast quite well. And <laughs> why are you from seventeen twelve? I've discovered more land. I would. I, would, I know the coast like the back of my head. Whitehead. Apart from this whole bit of it, I only just discovered that it existed during the I'm pandemic. I'm just picturing you in a boat heading towards it. <laughs> Binoculars. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. The yeah, goblins rowing. Half, <laughs> half a Scandinavian woman's been found in Whitehead, the other half in Scotland, who investigates Twank and his goblins, right? <laughs> She appears to have drowned in navel juice. <laughs> what, do, what do you what do we think, sir? Check her pockets. <laughs> the setter was the one in the North Face jacket did the damage. There's a five point note cut in half, you're like fucking yourself, David. <laughs> Uh, anyway, was I, this is so shit. I we've peaked, we've peaked because my white head story shite. It was just related to the fountain, 
I went out to white hair and there's like a nice dander you can do from... <laughs> Not turning any less like a 17, 12 guy. There's a nice walk by Whitehead. Oh, it's just reminded me of something, something related exactly to this. See a fucking advert, see if I say it again, that the ship was called the Billy of Tea. I'm going to fucking murder a cunt. See, see that Mate, that, that exact advert though, see that? Like, mate, it's, oh, it's, that is hipster in all the ways that I hate. Some guy sitting thumping a butter tub in his living room going, the ship was called the Billy of Tea. I'm like, you've, you, you've never pulled a rope a day in your life, you can't. Oh, it winds me up. Anyway, out of Whitehead, there's this dander you can do from the Harbour Car Park out, out to the lighthouse. And it's actually really nice, but mate, the day we went out was like, freezing rain really grim and i was like i was raging you know like i know dave dave mentioned something like this a while ago where his missus had him out in a walk and you're just like yeah 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 i was having all those feelings right and i'm wrapped up mate i was wearing like i had um i had like my vest a t-shirt i thought you were just gonna leave it a vest a hoodie a hoodie a flimsy i'm wearing i'm wearing a wee shiny flim today um, the, the, what do you call it, uh... Fuck it, what is that, Under Armour? No, it's just a wee flim. What, why are you going, it's just a wee flim, I can't see it anywhere. I never wore so t-shirts with a vest on, I have like... Okay. I have tits, no, it's like I have, <laughs> I have like, um... I'm always wearing some form of girdle. <laughs> no, it's, I have a... Girdle's your assistant in the I crime think, drama. I know it's... Sound, it's <laughs> but, Girdle, Twang that'd be girdle. such a great name for like the first mate, the first the first goblin. Girdle. <laughs> mate, oh, I, I can't stop thinking about Twank Investigates <laughs> with a wee team of fucking goblins. That is a show, like. Um. Anyway, uh, anyway, so. What was that about? Yeah, I always, I always, um, so I have like a, this is rare, a rare statement, but it's true. You know, like, um, fabric sensitivities. <laughs> it's a serious crime drama, but the goblins are all just <laughs> rolling. See what he said about the rolling? Colonel has the telescope out. I make them sing sea shadows. Keep the stroke. Ship was called the Billy of Tea. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so I have these fabric sensitivities, so I wear a vest. So anyway. My lung just. <laughs> just give me a sec. Just give me a sec. Right. Give me a sec. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. I'm so good, I'm good. I was out in Whitehead. I'm wrapped up. I have a hoodie on. And then, mate, I have, I have a, a large camouflage army surplus jacket with a hood, right? And I had a hat. I was wearing my cafe hat. Right? And um, yeah, mate, the story's so shit because it's it's we'll be we dandered out with that, and you get out to the the bit of, like the rocky bit around the the bottom of the lighthouse, and there's a bit where then there's all this like new modern concrete <laughs> bit of the path. It's like all built up with like wee walls on it, so it's safe. 
but then you can look uh, into these caves. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. And um, there's a bit where people have thrown money into like a wee bit, and I was sitting there going, how can I get to it? No, there was like, Guddle! <laughs> What's that called? This is called the uh, something. Is it? This path? Oh, there's a name. Whitehead. Uh, the what? It, it is the, go- the Goblins, that's exactly it. The Goblins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like every time I say it, I call it the Goblinses. Just... Uh, right, anyway, but that is, it's called the, go- the Goblins Path, and I'm... Goblets on the Goblins. <laughs> Girdle, the magnets. Right? And I see all these coins in this wee bit, and Chloe, Chloe flicked one in. And she always wishes for the same thing when she makes a wish, right? <laughs> Which is for happiness, right? And I always wish for her happiness when I make a wish, right? I don't know why I find that funny. I know, right? <laughs> but she, so she throws a coin in and lands perfectly. Yeah. And she wishes for happiness. And I went to throw one in wishing for her happiness and missed it. So it was this whole thing about like whether or not... I cancelled her wish anyway. That was such a shite story compared to the banter. Of, you know. I thought you were going to say she flicked a coin and you hit her in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's so funny. Like, you need to be frugal. <laughs> tuppence is tuppence. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, I, I I laughed. So did you hear the noise where I, I laughed? I heard I'm, it. <laughs> it sounded like, like your diaphragm snapped I feel like, or something. I feel freed up. Yeah. You know, in my chest. You've probably shifted like, you know, like an old bit of a Mawam bar or something that's been in there. <laughs> oh, very, very enjoyable. Thanks, by the way, for the Asani P, mate. That, that I mean, I've never... Me. So here's the thing. I was I was frustrated last week. I said, I want, to, I want to make you feel as comfortable as possible. That's so, why I came in with the So last week I said, can I get you a sparkling water? And you said, no thanks mate, I'll bring my own. Perfect. I went to a cafe. I put in a very specific dietary order. Now, someone obviously working in that cafe took a picture of the order that came through. Oh, I saw that. Sent it to come and get us. Sent it into our WhatsApp group. Now, here's the thing. What was picked up on, the really weird bit of the order, which was Caesar salad, but no croutons, yeah. was actually not for me, <laughs> but for Dan over there. Is there a reason for the no croutons? Is it a... Celiac. Oh, right, okay. Right, Celiac. sorry. Well, I didn't mean to pry. And um, go ahead, Seth. He wants to say it, Seth. They fucking put the croutons in. They put the croutons in. All the way through the salad. Oh. Yeah. So, here's the it's thing. It's actually easier to make up without them, because you don't, like... Sorry. You're not asking for extra croutons. That gets sent into your WhatsApp group that I was picking up food from a cafe. And by the way, I've already been back for like an hour or 45 minutes. You said, do they do sparkling water in the cafe? Mm-hmm. But I wanted I to get it was you sparkling K- I water. I thought it was in KFC. No, oh, okay. So what I was ordering was called Korean fried chicken. Did you think I was I was giving you shit? No, not at all, not at all, not in a serious way. I wasn't. I just no, made, but the, no, I wasn't. No, no, no. I I know you weren't, right? Do you know what the joke was? I was making. No. Right. So. Oh, the KFC wouldn't do sparkling water. No, that because Gaddis posted it in. Yeah. So there was a time when me and him were at a McDonald's drive-through full circle, and and I famously asked, 
you know, I, the guy goes, drinks, and I went, do you have any sparkling? And there was just the perfect amount of silence before, no. Right? No, we did this rat. Um, <laughs> but I was sad that I couldn't provide. I thought I, I wanted to provide you with a nice experience, and then I thought that you then wanted sparkling no. water, and I couldn't no. then go out and get you. No. So I was delighted to see your reaction when you came into the room and said, like a seven-year-old, you went, that's the best one. It is the best one. It's the best sparkling water. Listen, sorry. I had no point. I didn't. Mate, there's make, no apology needed. I didn't even make a connection because no I told you needed. I didn't want any. I yeah, didn't. No, there's no apology needed. Right, sorry. All we need, uh, there's no apology needed. I don't accept. <laughs> I don't accept. But the main thing is, I was happy that it made you happy. It does make. So me I happy. wished for your happiness, <laughs> and it came true <laughs> when you saw that ball. I, I call it Sunny P because it, it reminds me of Sunny Delight, and it's not as nice as Sunny Delight, but. Sunny P sounds like a guy who would be close with So Solid Crew, but not in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Ox- he'd support Oxide and Neutrino on tour. <laughs> Sunny P, you're big up yourself. Yeah, he, you know? uh, he, 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 <laughs> sorry. This is so shit, I was going to say. He's, he, he does the sound check for Shanks and Bigfoot, but, he, but he's not in it. So shit. It's the same joke you made, a lesser version of it. Is, does he work for the crew? On the production side of things, and he also raps, he's, but he just does their work. He's in the So Solid Crew crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in So Solid Crew's crew. Yeah. I, he works with Shanks and Bigfoot on the production <clears throat> side of things, but when they say, they go, you can do the sound check, he's into it a bit too much. Yeah. He's like, one, two, yeah, yeah. You know, like he's trying to show off. Do you, know, like it, do you ever go to see like an actual rock band gigging, and when they're... Look at me. When, they're, when, they're crew, when their crew are out there on the sound check... When you get a moment where you know that crew have their own band, right, and right, right, play being a hundred percent serious, but they're they're being a hundred percent. Look at how fucking amazing I am, right? Yeah, yeah. But what? But but they're playing with like a. a I don't really give a fuck. It's a I don't give a fuck attitude. But the plan is, I absolutely give all the fucks. They're literally I mean? playing the eighty. By the way, that's people. that's um my international symbol for I can play the guitar like fuck I thought that's your international symbol for Beckham and the Goblins <laughs> yeah come to me Goodle <laughs> Goodle fetch the others fetch my ledger we have <laughs> we have an expedition to go on <laughs> we will discover a new land Duncanon <laughs> Girdle stands on your shoulder and all the rest are behind I like you. to think that all the goblins are from the goblins <laughs> and like when I go there I'm going to pick a new one to replace the one I've just killed they're, you know grow- I mean? they're growing your new ones in soil under the rocks and <laughs> you just walk about going good, good, good <laughs> that's, that's, where, that's where I go to replace the one that I just kicked into the fire for losing me some interest you know? <laughs> yeah oh, I, mean, I mean great I mean, great. The co- long live the coin. Absolutely. Here, what what was the, what's your favorite song from that sort of? What 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 do you class that as? Are you like saying Shanks and Bigfoot, Sweet Like Chocolate era? Yeah, I I know what mine is. Mine is Lady by Mojo. Great song. I love that. See Lady. that there. See the bass in the background. I've got boom, one for boom, you. Boom, boom, boom. I've got one for you. All right. Artful Dodger, and Cra- and and Robbie Craig, Women Trouble. <clears throat> Woman trouble. I feel fantastic, bombastic, ecstatically astounded. How a girl can really lose her brain. I'm surrounded, come on, let's move. Oh, you know what this is? 
I'm like that roadie because I know you can play music and sing and I'm like trying to act like I'm not really singing there but oh, I'm singing it. oh man I love it that's, do you that's know what's mental me and Mike over there when we were like 16 we were in tech there was a guy in our class and then his mate who were actually from Carrick and they were really big into rap music and I just remember this the other day right this is MSM messenger era days um, I wasn't allowed to go ahead and they <laughs> and they uh, there wasn't any money register you're in the register right <laughs> um, yeah they were like oh we're writing all these freestyles and all and they said they were like a bit of a two man crew me and him were a bit of a two man crew they said we should do like a, we'll do a freestyle and then you just do one back I don't know if you remember this but what happened was and this is so savage but no, didn't mean to be another thing back to it they wrote like a track and they were like, use write one too, and we'll see who can like write the better track. All fun and games. Me and him write one that was like out of eight mile. Like it was horrendously like offensive to them right. and like really personal attack. Cause I thought that's what they were doing. We oh, played them all. You wrote a diss track for them? Yep. Right, okay. We sent it to them on MSN Messenger. And I genuinely right. What did you do? Just send them the lyrics? No, or? no, no. We record fucking recorded it with a Vichy over there. Do you still have the recording? There's no way it would. Yeah, we thought we we were doing like jack. We were trying to be jackass for a while, and he asked me to punch him in the eyebrow, and nearly broke his head. Um, but but they were called THC, and I don't even know what that stands for with hindsight. But I remembered the other day that I still know is the words th- to it. THC is like the chemical compound, and I don't even think they were that smart to right. make, make it a double meaning. I think it was like something Carrick. You know what I mean? This the something something Carrick, but our rap went. T T H C don't want it with me. And by the way, I'm obviously doing a bad American accent when I was doing it. T H C don't want it. Don't want it with me. T H C just want to get with me. Now two lines in, and I'm already going down that route. And then some of the lyrics were like, one sounds like, and this is not good, but the backing beat was class. So it was like. One sounds like Bruce Lee, the other one like Julian from UTV. Now, <laughs> doesn't make a lot of sense. And and one of them was short. Remember the other guy? And I was like, "Tish, you want to get?" Uh, my name is Suspect, but you do. And and yeah, they were called. Ma- their rap names were Maddie being Suspect, and one of the lyrics, some of the lyrics were Maddie being Suspect, but they get their nuts wrecked. So I'm like talking That's about good. chopping off their balls. That's good. Uh, and, and it was fucking, it was really good. It was tight. It sounded Cast, good. Castration poetry. Then they played theirs yeah. and it was like chilling with our mates and then shouting our names out. So it was like they had not done a diss at all. Aww. If anything, if anything, it was like a track about friendship with they've, us. They've, they've, uh, and I'm like, I'm going to cut your balls off. You're gay. Yeah. You know, so. Just the four of us. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you're like fully hitting on them as hard as you can. One sounds like Bruce Lee, the other like Julian. Tell you what, mate, I'm always interested in, in rap. I wish here. you would find that. I'm always interested in rap from here. I hate when people don't do it in a comedy way. I hate when they're being 100% serious. Yeah. It's like, do you ever see when you see somebody dancing and they're taking it seriously? I'm like, I can't, I can't cope with you. You know what I mean? Like, you know when Someone's you see somebody, serious like, somebody, dancing. somebody's dancing, they're just like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, body popping. Or Enjoy like, yourself. Yeah, with it. Yeah, do you know what was on the radio on the way down? I uh, don't know if you Lone remember Star? this. What? Lone Star? No. Uh... Run DMC versus Jason Nevins. It's like that, that's the way it is. Mate, I, uh, I love it. Shout out to Dave Elliott, who thought the lyrics were Run DMC and that bastard Dave. Run DMC and that bastard Dave. <laughs> yeah. That's a great song. Jam Master Jazz. Um, let's leave it on... We started off by talking about two 
like a song that would make you cry. One, do we have one more each? Is there anything? I think we start off by talking about Switzerland, but whatever. Oh yeah, true. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I do, can I give you a wee Swiss story briefly? 100%. I, I, I got stuck in Switzerland waiting on a flight. That sounds like the start of a Lone Star song. <laughs> <laughs> I got st- I got stuck. Thought in about you all day and night. <laughs> stuck in Switzerland, waiting on a flight. <laughs> I don't understand the money. Their money was woeful. Anyway, uh, like the Burger King that I had in the airport on the way out of it. I had no money by the way when I got there, and I was staying. I'd booked a wee like a wee hotel near the airport. But my dream was to open a Swiss bank account. I had one day to do it. Right. I really wanted, just so I could say, it's in the Swiss account as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> and But I wanted to get, you know, one of the ones that has like a safety deposit box. And I was, I swear to God, my plan before I went to Kosovo was leave a bottle of drink from Kosovo and a, a clean pair of monks and a clean pair of socks in this deposit box. And then if I'm ever back in Switzerland, I'll claim it, right? But you needed like a, <laughs> you needed like money to open the account. Okay. Like and I, and I spent roughly all, like ballpark. It was like a hundred pound. It was like a minimum. You need right. to have like whatever it was. And you would have been prepared to spend it, but you didn't have it on you. Yeah. Then right, I didn't right. have it like right. at all. So I, I spent all my money taking a taxi to the bank and getting back to the hotel. Um, <laughs> devastating. And I barely had enough. You can't, you know, you, like you shouldn't drink the water out of the tap. Okay. So I was like, um, I, I barely had enough for like a bottle of water that to get me through that day. And if you know me, mate, I'm a hydrator. So <laughs> I, I hydrate a lot. And I, um, I uh, yeah, fuck me. Anyway, I got stuck in this hotel. And then the next day it was like 18 quid or something from a fucking my Burger King. And that was like the last money, the last coin, coin had on earth. Yeah. And then when I got home, I swear I found a fiver in a pair of jeans in my bedroom. And I remember just going like, what that could so, have been. And, and I've never looked back, mate. I've, I've turned that fiver into the, the twank millions. But um, <laughs> songs that make me cry, part two. Um, yeah. I'll go one, and then you finish the podcast right. by giving us one. Mine, Eric Clapton, Wonderful Tonight, or oh. Tears in Heaven. Tears in Heaven, mate. Oh. Tears in Heaven, about his son, who oh. fucking died in a tragic accident. Yeah, fell what out a, a window. song. Yeah. That's what horrific. Song. Horrific. I wonder. I think maybe John Martin again. Jo- John speaks to me on a on a personal level, like. But I'm trying to think of another one that gets me. Go for it. Go I've, go I've go. One go. God, and this is niche. I don't know if you've even heard this. The Old Man by Phil Coulter. No. It's such a you know. He might as well literally come on and go. My dad is fucking dead now because <laughs> it's about his dead dad, like, and it's it's this whole bit about like. It finishes with him going, God, I miss him, ah. the old man. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To me. But I want to, I want to give you a better one that, that you, you've definitely heard. You love years and years. I do love. There's them. probably years and years song. Isn't that weird that I? How do you know what I love? Then have we talked? about You that? just announced it one day, mate. I it's a it I'm been sorry. bubbling inside, and you just <laughs> grabbed me by the scruff, and you went. <laughs> I need to tell you something. Now. Look, what, mate, you put your head against mine and bit your lip, and you're. I love her. Years and years. I do love them, mate. I, I, I see well, <laughs> see well produced pop music, mate. Yeah. I'm all in. George Michael and fucking Kylie Minogue. I'm admitting probably to too much here. Like, see those bass sounds? You can't beat them. Anyway, rich bass. Um, something that makes me weepy, though. Mm, sting. There's a couple of Sting songs. 
every time Why Should I Cry For You by Sting. No, any, anybody? I haven't heard it, but I will. It, it sounds weirdly nautical, which kind of makes me feel like I'm on that wee boat out by the Goggins. But it's because <laughs> he, he's singing about, it's about his, da- his dad wanted him, his dad wanted him to just be in the merchant uh, sort of shipping business and wanted him to be a sailor. And he never wanted that. And it was a source of conflict between them. And the song is like, he's singing about like how I don't want to just be out in the middle of the sea hauling on these ropes. And when his dad dies, he's like, I don't know why. I'm crying for you, but I don't know why because we'll never really get on that well. Yeah, and I'm worth like 50 million now. Yeah, and you don't even... Piece of shit. F- f- mate, Sting shits 50 million. Sting, do you know what I love about Sting? I, I, aspi- I aspire to be that much. He's rich. I aspire to be that much of like because i i know he's a wanker like but but i love it you know like you go you look at van morris and you go wanker <laughs> and you don't want to be mates with him staying i'm like wanker make us a cup of tea you yeah know? yeah rather let me make you a cup yeah i love that you're like we could be mates i'd let you make me a cup of tea. i know yeah and i don't even drink tea do you know what i mean that's so i know mate it's true oh, fuck's sake by the way Sorry, I know we need to finish, but talk yeah. to me about the ball wipes because I'm, I'm actually. Well, it's a little bit like Ron sealing that way. <laughs> it does exactly what it's. It wipes the, the ball, but like, do you want to take them home? No, just I want. I just want to know. I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive. We fresh, we freshen up. But is it like a, is it like a baby wipe type thing, or is it like a? Well, obviously it's for a man's balls, but like, yeah. Is it for freshening it up? Yeah, I'm just gonna give you them. Take them home. Bag wipes. Take them home. Yeah. I'll try them. Bag wipes is another uh, is another one of the <laughs> goblins. We'll see you next week. Kieran, appreciate you coming on as always. Uh, love Bag having wipes. you here. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. I've collapsed along, so I'm going to A and E. Patreon.com/slash T with Me Podcast. You want that sweet extra content, and we will see you later. <laughs>